how's it going everyone hope you're all doing amazing um yeah we just decided to go live the other day i uh, thought it'd be a good uh catch-up chat because we haven't gone live in a long time ever since the incident uh with the cops at our uh, nick's gym so nick um just for the people that uh, oh yeah and also yeah thanks so much nick for joining tonight like i know we're gonna have a good chat um and i know you're gonna bring a lot of value to everyone here um so for the people that missed that live, because that was major, I feel I think that live with it was you, myself, and Thanos. The live got over, I reckon, like eighty thousand views, maybe even more. It got a ton of um, traction. I feel like so. Like, what happened for the people that missed that? Like, the lead up in terms of what made the cops come in the first place, and and yeah, how it went down. Well, well, I've been publicly sort of going against the um, the the unlawful directives. For, since the beginning and then I had a number of uh, scenarios where the police turned up to my gym and tried to harass members at my gym and uh, they came one time with two another time they came with 22 police officers and a member of the DHHS then they started harassing all the neighbours asking questions about me but because I have a good relationship with nearly all my neighbours they didn't give them any information then I got this feeling inside that um oh actually no before that i was running some some events at the gym where i was teaching people what the law was right so so that people know that what's happening is not lawful because the, the police will break their own rules so the police will say things like um you know we believe that you're committing an offense so let's say it's it's wearing a mask okay um you're not wearing a mask um you know you need to give us your name name and address the only thing is that that's not really what the law says. You know, it doesn't say that you have to, it says that they can request your, your name and address if they have a belief that you're committing an offense. Now, um, a belief is defined in law from the high court of Australia in um, a, a good case to read is um, George versus rocket. And they, uh, I think it's a 1990 case, but it might be, I think it's 1990. Um, and it basically says that, that, suspicion belief and reasonable grounds all need to be based with sufficient facts so when they just say well you're not wearing a mask you're committing an offense or we believe you're committing an offense you have to say your name and address i'm just teaching people that no you don't have to they have to have some facts to prove that you're um that you're actually committing an offense or to to verify that they their belief to make it a legitimate um, belief in law um, and because I'm teaching that, you know, word got out and lots of people come in the gym and we're doing scenarios because we would teach people how to stand up to the police and how to, um, you know, how to, and not to, not to fight with the police, just to show them that, no, no, what you're saying is wrong, you know, and give them the sections of the, of the acts that the police are breaking because they, they often will go fishing. And, and when I say fishing, they're on a, when they're on a fishing expedition, they'll come up to you and they'll, they'll start questioning you, trying to get you to acquiesce your rights or to, to say something they can use to create a controversy. So just teaching people how to deal with that because um, the police have been on fire. Anyway, so I, I started to run these events at the gym and, and, the, um, and it wasn't for, for profit or anything. It was just, I want to help people then the, i had this feeling that the police were going to turn up one one weekend i just had this feeling i thought you know what i reckon they're going to turn up i don't know why i thought i thought they were going to turn up but i just i had, had this feeling and you know what happened i um i decided last minute you know what we're not going to run our event this week um at the gym uh we're going to we're going to run it um via zoom but i kept uh, so on the social media platform um i just kept it you know um 
uh, I, I ran like I created like a filter. So what I did is I I put it out there to everybody. Hey, our event's still on, but if you haven't been given clearance to come, make sure you contact me first. So that way, people that didn't that I didn't know that I couldn't reach and say, hey, we're, we're not doing it. We're doing it over Zoom that I didn't trust would would message me and say, you know what? Don't go to this one. Go to the next week's one. And that way, I was able to keep. Anyone that anyone that looking from the outside, maybe please looking at my social media account, they would have thought, hey, they're running an event. Um, anyway, they turned up. They actually turned up and we're on we're on Zoom and we're all having a laugh. We're like, I can't believe they turned up. But they didn't just turn up like in, with a couple of cop cars. There was 15 police cars and a police truck and and the media. The media turned up with them. They're all together. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just the best, it was the best setup. And then so then when we saw them, um, we just kept, we kept stirring them up saying, you know, uh, on social media, I go, uh, change of plan guys. Meeting's not going to be at six o'clock. It's going to be at seven now. And then at seven o'clock change of plans is going to be seven thirty. We just kept doing this and they stayed there for hours. But then, um, a few hours after that they had, they had left there, the first article started to come out. So you've got news.com and, and all these other ones they, they wrote articles that were complete works of fiction saying that the police have, um, have shut down an anti-masker meeting at a Cranbourne gym, but there was no, there was no meeting. So it just completely made it up. So, and since then, um, I've had the police turn up to my house numerous times, three times. Uh, they've turned up to my gym. They've, they've, they've parked their cars at the front of my gym just to, to, so my gym is, is, it's, it's not, you know, if, if I lose my gym and, you know, in the end, it doesn't really bother me that much. It's more about rights. I don't really care about, I'm not making much money out of the gym, but I'm, I'm running the gym because I know that it's something that's needed. It's, it's a service that people need. Since I've, since the, the 5k rule came in, there's been two people that I know that from our gym that I know for sure have now gone back onto drugs because having an MMA gym, you get people, you know, from that, from that life come in and you give them some structure it's kind of a bit like military, you know, you get them eating proper food, you get them training hard and focus on, 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 on fighting. It's something they can, it's completely, it's an all, it's an all or nothing sport, right? You can't sort of half be in it if you're going to do it at that, you know, if you're going to compete. But as soon as that, that rule came in, two of the guys trained, I just stopped seeing them. And then I spoke to one of the other guys I know and he said, yeah, they're back on the drugs, right? So this is what happens when you, when you shut things down and uh, with no regard for anybody anybody else you know they don't they're not they don't care right there's an agenda so i just thought stuff them you know i i you know that's more important to me than your stupid rules that aren't even laws that don't have any any legitimacy anyway you know when you make a law that's outside of its um you know it's outside of the the i guess the you've got a framework that they can operate under and you've got provisions in there when they make laws outside of that they're not real they're not laws mm. you know i follow the bible that's it that's what I follow. That's the law. When you, when you, the police, they, they, um, they, they steal, they steal things off you. You know, when they mm. say you have to give us your name and address, you know, that is, that's stealing your rights. That's stealing yeah. your name. Your name's intellectual property. It belongs to you. It's not theirs. So to force you to give it to them, right? That's theft. They, they use fear. They, um, they lie. They're shouting off their false witness. What do they do? What do police always do? They lie. They say, we, we believe you're committing offense. Oh, mm. you've, you know, you've broken the law. We've seen, you've, we've seen you, someone's complained that then they, they, they twist the truth to yeah. get you to, this is how they operate. And they, they must, 
be trained to think that it's okay to do that, but biblically it's not okay to do that. And that's the basis of all of law and what's right and what equity is. So, you know, I just, I just disregard it now. And they've gone so far that way that there's nothing redeemable. I think our, our society is so sick. Um, I mean, we've got pedophiles in the government. I know some of the victims that have been abused by, by politicians in the government. I was in the Liberal Party for, for, for four years and I was a, I was a delegate for, uh, you know, a state delegate for the Liberal Party. And I got kicked out of, the, out of the state council for running a policy motion to open up child abuse cases. Um, and they actually got security to get me out of the, I was a delegate and they kicked me out. I've never seen them do that to anybody ever, no matter what they've talked about. But when I, I bring up a policy motion about, um, about child, three child abuse cases that, that implicate politicians and I get thrown out by security. So mm. it's filthy and, and people have got to wake up to it. The media's lying. Okay. The police are, are, are breaking the law all the time. I did a video on my YouTube channel, um, the other day, um, you know, the, there was a lady that was in the, um, in the gardens and she, she, she got a, arrested by the police for not giving her name. She's an, uh, an elderly lady. Um, and I, I did a video where I just explained it, the three offences that the police committed. Okay. They, they, um, they committed three, they didn't give their name and address and, and their, their personal details in writing, which they have to do. Yeah. They because, always refuse that one. Always. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the same section that they, that they claim gives them the authority to, 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 to compel you to give your name, which is four, five, six, double A, the crimes act. The same section says if you, if they're requested by, um, you know, by somebody to give their, their name and, and their details in writing, if they fail to do that, it's a, it's a, an offense, right? So there's, so they're committing an offense there. They're, they're not, when, when people, when the lady was asking what, what offense have I committed? You know, what, what crime have I committed? They didn't explain reasonably. So they're breaking the case law precedent from George versus rocket, right? From the high court. So they're not following, you know, they're not following what comes out of the high court. Then when they read her, her rights, they said, you do not have the right to say or do anything you do not have the right to say or do anything, right? Um, and it just was, and then it stopped and they stopped and I said, that's really odd that they said it like that. And then, so they, but there's just all these things that they're doing. And when you, if you know that it's wrong, you've got to not go along with it. You've got to, if you go along with it, you're part of the lie. You're a liar as mm -hmm. well. So anyway, so I've just kept running my gym. I don't care. And whenever I get, um, whenever I get an, a fine, I just add it to the toilet roll that I've, I've made a toilet roll of, of fines and I just yeah. add it to them because I know they're not legitimate. None of them have been to the court yet, as far as I know. And I know lots of people that have opted for court and they haven't gone there. So the fines are just a, a way to scare people. Mm. And I think that they're going to, people are paying them. And then there's yeah. people that are opting for court. So as long as they don't go to court, set a precinct, they can keep collecting the money off those that are paying, mm. which is fueling this, this, this situation that we're in. Mm. Anyway, I've just gone, I've just, I've just talked for ages, you know, I'll, I'll hand the time back over to you, mate. No, that's all good. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, um, you should have seen today. So I was, I was at the beach. So there was about 16 gatherings all around Melbourne because there's like a telegram group called Guardian Melbourne. And no, I'm not bloody inciting anyone to go to these events. Um, just in case they're watching, you know, <laughs> so yeah, there was about 16 locations around Melbourne, people going to parks and then everyone ended up going to the beach, like St Kilda Beach. And there were a ton of cops out there, but you should have seen what, what, I, what I witnessed when I was leaving. So I was with my mate, we were just walking like past Luna Park, we, we, none of us had our masks on. And then 
straight away two cops come from behind they they pretty much jump up not towards us there was a there was an individual literally right behind us they pounced on him because he had his mask under his chin and and we saw him just get fined like then and there so two two of the cops in like you know like that dark navy blue so with the um on the back they've got like that stitch blue sort of um rectangle on them so they went to find the guy and then also another cop car rocked up and they got out of the cop car like just to be around this one individual who wasn't doing anything it was absolutely ridiculous and um yeah you could just see how and they and they pick and choose and it's crazy how the beach the beach was absolutely packed today but like they were all out there looking for the protesters, even though the protesters were in a much smaller group, even if there was six individuals or 12 individuals, they still target them over every single person, like everyone else. There's literally on the beach without masks, no social distancing, just gathering, but it's because you're, you're a protest and you're speaking up, then they're going to attack you. So that's opened me up hundred percent. Like I was already open to it, but it's got nothing to do with a virus. It's all about control, just making sure people are abiding and then, you know, scaring them and hitting them with fines. Because I know the individual, like we didn't know the individual that got pounced on, but I know for sure he's, he's probably paid the fine right now and he's definitely going to pay because he doesn't know any, any better. He doesn't know his rights. He doesn't know their unlawful fines anyway. And it's, it's sort of, um, it's on the people anyway, because as, as we've grown up, we've just learned that when a fine comes in the mail, you pay it off or you try and fight it. But they say, you got to be, you got to um, opt for it to be heard in court. And then you say, nah, stuff that I'm just going to pay it anyway. And then you're dealt and then you're left with like the N extra uh, amount that they add on top for like the delay and stuff like that, which is ridiculous. And people need to understand that, that it's not right. And people should be challenging these um these covid fines of like 100% because we've even seen like Daniel Andrews he just comes up and makes up his own rules especially like the the curfew how how does that have any scientific evidence or so he just makes up anything? his own rules because yeah. they and he's he's obviously not that good at what he's doing right 100%. because you'd think he would have been able to come up with better lies than this i mean mm -hmm. he's got this this um this false this false situation that we're that we're 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 involved in in some degree because we we can't we've, we're forced to be a part of it, um, and you think he would have come up with? I mean, I can look at it and go, "Come on, you know." I mean, we know I know you're lying, but you could have come up with a better lie than that. Mm. Um, but you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know who. I don't know if there's if there's two of him anymore because I've seen some pictures of him where it doesn't <laughs> look like him. You know, and I go, I don't know what's going on anymore. You know. Yeah. So I I, I don't know, but. But yeah, obviously it's it's a big lie, and um, you know, and people are waking up, and that which is beautiful. I think that they are. People are going against it now, and you know, people, mm. you know, Aussies like to go to the beach and enjoy their summer. Mm. Did you watch um, little... yesterday on Channel Seven? I, be, I think it was Channel Seven. Yeah, the bold guy. How everyone was just kissing him and kicking balls at him. Oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that. I, I don't oh. watch. I don't have a TV, and I just got. Oh, the computer. okay. Yeah, like they yeah. were pretty much having a party behind him as he was reporting at the beach. No one had masks behind him. Apparently, like there was a lady with a kid. The kid got pushed. The someone kicked the ball into him. Another person jumped on his back. They kissed him. Like it was like a party, and they were just taking the the piss out of this. It was yeah. unbelievable, but it was yeah. good to see. It was good to see because they were, you know, not abiding, and people were just having a good time. Now, do you know much about the Fabian Socialist Society? No. Okay. I, I have to, I, 
but okay, so the Fabian socialist, this is Fabian socialism that we're, that we're seeing. So they're basically, they, their whole agenda, unlike communism, where they just, they just use force, brute force. Okay, that's what we've seen in the past. Fabian socialism is they wear you down really slowly. It's named after a, um, a general name, um, Fabius, Quintus Fabius. So and it's from, from a long time ago. But anyway, this organisation has, uh, it started the British Labour Party. They're the founders of it. Mm. The League of Nations, the United Nations, um, I think the International Court in, um, in The Hague. Uh, so... People know about those things, but they don't know that it was created by this other organization called the Fabian Society, Fabian Society. So the Fabian Society, if you, um, I don't know, can I share screen? Yeah, yeah right you can. I'll, yeah. Show you, I'll show you something. Um, and I've done a couple of videos on this before, but I, I just think people need to see this. Now this, just tell me when you can see it, when it comes up. Yeah, that's it. As you say, okay, so this is the famous Fabian window. So the Fabian Society in the UK, this is the window. It was designed by George Bernard Shaw. He was the uh, founder of this, one of the founders. Um, very, very intelligent man, but just completely evil. So you can see the agenda here, right? You've got the, this guy in purple. So he's, he's the one that's flaming the flames. He's the represents royalty. You've got these two guys here building a new world, right? See, one's in, one's in uh, green, one's in red. It's funny that the, guy, the main guy, the guy that's mainly red is on the left as well. Okay. Then you've got the green shoes and the red shoes. And what this represents is that these two op opposing sides, that's what duality. So you're, you're left and right. Okay. It's, they're both being used to create a new world, right? So it doesn't matter which side you're on. As long as we're picking a side, left, right, on left, right we are being used, our energy. Think of it like a battery. It's how a battery works. There's a negative and a positive. That's what mm. they call it politics, the poles. You've got the two poles. Mm. And they're using this energy to create this new world. And then below them, you've got 10 people here. And see what they're doing? They're worshipping the Fabian Society's writings. They're worshipping it. And worship just means to give obeyance to something. Mm. So if you obey the authority, you're worshipping it out of fear, right? That's, that's a type of worship. So this is the Fabian Society there. And if you look... You look above the uh, in between the, the two men that are building the new world you see this this symbol i'll just expand it it's a wolf in sheep's clothing mm. and that used to be their symbol wolf in sheep's clothing right we know what the mm. bible says about that beware of um false prophets that come to you in in sheep's clothing but inwardly they're rabbiting wolves so this is this is the society behind what's happening now and and i think people need to know that and recognize that if you're in the liberal party you're in the labor party it doesn't matter they're both working together um you know the when the people are bowing down and worshiping the, the writings of the fabian socialists they're basically they're following what the government directives are regardless of whether it's right or wrong they're just doing what they're just doing what they're what they're told and they're giving obedience to and that's what it is to be occupied. So their mind's occupied. It's an occupation. Like, and you've got to look at it at the basic root. These people are very smart, okay? The Fabian socialists are really smart. They know what they're doing. They use gradualism, political gradualism. They gradually wear you down to a point. And then when you're weak, and, and our nation's become very weak, yeah. morally very weak and deficient, mm -hmm. then they will they will push really hard. And their they're, they're newer... Um, symbol is a turtle with a motto on it and the motto is when you when we strike strike hard and it's so they, they go slow like a turtle but then when you're weak then they will they'll push really hard so we've we're obviously we're weak 
When, and then mm. they've, they're just trying to steamroll us now. And you can see that we're, we've been weak. People are just going along with it. Oh, you know, you know, I don't want to lose my Roman bribery. And the Roman bribery is, is I've got stuff that really you don't own because you don't own anything because everything's been paid for by, by currency that's not backed by anything. So it's not real. Um, so it's all a promise to pay. So no one owns anything. And, but I don't want to lose the things. You know? So I'm just going to go along with it so I can still keep my comforts. That's your Roman bribery. It used to be, it used to be bread and, and circuses and shows. Now it's more than that. You know, it's, it's more things. So they've, they, it's the same system. It's, you've just got to look at the basic root of what it is and then realize, you know, what's happening to us. And I was in, like, like I was in the liberal party. I told you about how I was, um, you know, I was kicked out for um, of the state council as a delegate for opening up or trying to open up um, uh, three child abuse cases that implicated politicians. Um, and, and that's where I found you know, like they kind of hide what they're doing, these secret secret societies, these secret groups, they have the secret meetings, they hide it. But when you push hard enough, you can find out where that boundary is. And that I obviously hit that boundary because they they looked really bad when they called security out and yelled and get him out of here, get him out of here, security it exposed these people that were in there. Um, they had eyes to see that, hey, that's not right. Why did they just kick that guy out? He's just trying to run a policy motion. He didn't really do anything wrong. Um, and um, I can tell you for a fact, and I've, I've shared this on, on, online before in other videos, but when I was um, in the Liberal Party during the, the election, uh, I don't know if you know much about preferential voting, but basically what happens is, so all the minor parties, will they'll do preference preferential voting and they'll do these deals with the, the other parties so that like, hey, we'll trade you votes here and you trade us some votes there. You're not going to get in there. So if you trade us some votes there, we have a chance, but we will trade some votes over there. So the votes that they get, this party gets here, all go to this other party and vice versa. It's a good way, if you do it well, it's a good way to get a lot more votes um, in your favour. Well, Labour and Liberal always do this. Um, I know for a fact that the, that the Liberal Party... Um, at the last, at, and the day that the preferential voting closes, which is a week or two before the election, they reneged on all of their preference or all of their preference deals with all the other parties. So then, all of those minor minor parties were then forced on the day, the last day, to go to Labor and preference with Labor. And obviously, if you if you've got no one else, it's going to be in favour of Labor. And you know how we had that, that big swing and that was done deliberately by, by the Liberal Party. They did it on purpose. And I know this because I know a guy that, that was started a party called the Aussie Butler Party. And I helped him um, somewhat. And we ran candidates out of my gym um, to help him get, get with the preference, preferential voting. He said to me on the day, he rang me up on that day. He said, Nick, you know, what's going on? The Liberal Party just pulled the pin on all of, all of our preferential voting. Now I'm forced to you know, to, to preference Labor. And then I found out the Shooters and the Fishers Party had the same thing happen on the day. And I found out two other independents. And that was done from the top of the state, of the state Liberal Party. So they're obviously working together. Yeah. You know, even if most of the people don't know that, the people that are running it, they know that. They know exactly what they're doing. So it's all a big scam. And I reckon what's happening worldwide is people are becoming aware of the scam. They're becoming too awake. So they've got to do something to get control of us. And I think that's what they're, that, what they're doing. Because the, the battlefield's the mind. And you know, like we talk about that, we know that. But when we, when we, we need to understand what that is. Well, what's the mind? Well, you know, like, and I use this example, you know, does Rome really exist? 
or does it just exist in on paper and in the minds of men? Because if you didn't have a book that said this is Victoria and people at school telling you it's Victoria, you wouldn't even know it's an invisible boundary they've created. So it comes from someone's mind. It's an image that's in someone's mind. And then they've, they've created it. And then they've had to convince you overpower your mind to believe that this is the government and they have power and they've got to convince you and make you believe it. That's how they conquer yeah. us. They conquer our minds through the indoctrination. Exactly. Um, so that's where the real battle is. You need to realize, no, no, you, this isn't true. Um, so, but I think people need to look at really focus on what the Fabian socialist society is and what their agenda is. Um, and then you'll be able to connect a lot of the dots that, um, because it's, it's not by chance that most people don't know who the Fabian society is, but they're behind everything. And I mean, Bob Hawke was a member um so and he was a child abuser as well i know one of the victims that was that was abused by him uh bob hawk was a was a child abuser um you know um you got and he was a member of that party he actually spoke at their 100 year anniversary about the, the, the how great the fabian society is um julia gillard's a member of the same of this was a member of the same society I, I would i would believe i don't i can't confirm but i would think that that daniel andrews would be a member of this of that society as well mm. How do you think, like, I know, I understand that Liberal and Labour are so, like, developed right now. And I do feel like, in terms of the times, I feel like it may be too late to just come up with a new party to overthrow this, this whole global, you know, yeah. structure that they have, like, wrapped around the world, pretty much, like, the, the elites at the top. But, like, how do you think it would actually go if, for example, like, you me just say fanos other people like everyone in this community people that are speaking up people running the groups how do you think they would go if everyone just actually started their own party like together because as you said like people are waking up to the scam um and that people are realizing that like liberal labor they're not really even working for the people they just work for themselves and they do their deals because like if people are really waking up and then over time like people have a new party, like a new cool thing, then do you feel like that could over overturn things or not? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it, it, I think it can, it can have an impact. I don't think it's the only thing that's going to work. Mm. You can't just put all your eggs in that basket. Definitely. Because yeah. it, it, there's, there's, there's no way they have too much power over all the key people. Mm. And, and they've worked out well, the numbers beforehand that. because they, they know they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have gone so hard here if they didn't set up everything, all the dominoes in the right positions. Mm. And then if we push too hard, they're going to collapse it all on us anyway. So then we have more problems. You know, they're getting close to us. They're going to expose us for the child abuse and all the trees and all the rest. You know, let's just collapse the economy so everyone starves. Mm. You know, that's the sort of thing. That's who these people are. They're psychopaths. Complete, yeah. they're complete warmongers. They don't care. I mean, you, you got to do is look at what they, what's happened in Iraq and countries like that. And, uh, you know, Aussie soldiers go over there and they come back and they're messed up. And American soldiers, you know, I spent a lot of time with veterans in the US as well because I worked on the border with, with the veterans in, in, in the US. And mm. yeah, and they, they, they literally, um, you know, there's a lot of them that are messed up. They've seen some terrible things mm. because they've had to kill people that they shouldn't have killed. And yeah. they're getting told just to do it. You know, you, you, mm. why, why do you think there's only so many um, suicides in, in from veterans? It's because if you go around killing people because you, and you're following orders and you know it's wrong, it's not going to leave you. And they mm. don't care. The people that are getting you to do it, they don't care. And the way that they work, like so, so the government will just will, will get the, the police breaking the law 
and they and, and then they will and they'll throw the police under the bus when it's time when it's time they'll just throw them under the bus so that mm. they can stay in honor and go well I, you know i didn't do it it was them yeah you know, they don't care about the police but the, you know the police have to have to use their brain and 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 make the decision to do what's what's right but the problem is we're morally deficient right that now now the police the, the police are not the most moral people it's a big mm. drinking club it used to be a really big drinking club um, there's a lot of Masonic um, influence because it's a, it's a Masonic organization, right? That's why they got the symbols, the Masonic symbols that they, yeah. that they wear, right? And they were flaunting it a lot um, with, the, with the sponsorships. I've seen heaps of banners around Melbourne and like you just see the Freemason sponsorship logo. It's at the top with, with Crown Casino, like on top of all the other sponsors. Yeah. So, so because they're morally deficient, um, the police, and I'm not saying all of them are, but a lot of them are that I've met and I've met lots of them lately, you know, yeah, because I've, yeah. I haven't, they've been turning up to my house and my mm. gym and because they're morally deficient, I can kind of understand, but it doesn't, it doesn't excuse their actions. Right. So, you know, they, maybe they've, you know, they've got a, a new house, a big mortgage. It's got the, you know, the, the police officers could take care of the family. They make okay money. It's not terrible money to be a police officer. And then they, they just, um, you know, they go, you know, why do you, if I don't keep doing this, I might lose my family because maybe they don't have a strong family because their family maybe is only built on those, you know, on, on, it's on a weak foundation, you know, a sandy foundation. Um, you know, whereas in my situation, it doesn't matter because I know my wife is very strong. And she's very good. She's got a lot of equity. And so I know she's with me and I'm with, and I'm with her and we will support each other no matter what. But a lot of families, families have been affected and they've been damaged over the, the you know, the last few generations. If you just look at the divorce rates and all those things, you can see that, that, you know, we're not the best that we've ever been. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm the best, okay, or anything. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, you know, but I do have a very strong wife, very good wife. So it makes it easier for me. But if I didn't have that and I didn't have that moral understanding from my biblical knowledge that I have, and I'm not a church guy, so I'm not preaching to you. I just, I, I read that Bible and that's where I find, find my source of truth. Cause that's, that's the source of, of law. It's a source of equity. It's a source of all those things. If you want to know, go to the source, people looking for the truth, you know, read that book, but read it the right way. You don't read it the way that all the, the mainstream churches teach you because they, they're like mainstream media. They tell you what they're registered with the government. They've got a tax-free exemption, which, which basically what that does is that adds the government into the churches in trust, right? So you can't really trust when the government's in trust with you, you know? Um, but I can see how the police would, would easily, you know, go, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing my job. I'm just going to do it. It's my job. I need to get my money. And they're putting that higher than equity. Okay. You know, it's like to have no other gods before me. Right. Okay. Can't serve God and mammon money. Right. But some people, their God is money that they go, you know what, that's more important to me than what's true. Mm. I know it's wrong, but I need the money. So they are choosing that. That's yeah. where the sin is. That's the, that's the part that's wrong. We mm. should be going, no, it's wrong. It's the principle. It's a saying we used to say all the time. It's the principle. And, and we're not going to relinquish that and let the truth be the casualty of this interaction. And they need to, they need to walk away, but they're scared of losing their Roman bribery, yeah. their car, their house, their things. And then because their Roman bribery is probably a big part, maybe of some of these people might, it might be a big part of their relationship and their, their marriage. And they might go, then I'm going to lose that. And I, I get it, but it doesn't make it right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I feel like they know that even if, if they weren't to stand with what they are being told, they know they'll just be replaced in a second. But like where it really has to go is like the police just need to be so sick of what they're doing. They need to see the backlash from the public and understanding like, no, this isn't right. Like these are, it's only until like they're personally infected or their individual families where they really may speak up but that's where he has to go like the people in the in these offices the police officers they have to speak up to whoever's giving orders in their station and then if if a group of police were to speak up somehow like that i feel like that would do an incredible thing for the world i feel like victoria or even australia couldn't ignore that like imagine a, a police station comes out and says that they're all quitting because they don't accept it because I'm sure that many other police um, workers in the other stations, at least one in every single one in Victoria will be thinking that, no, this isn't right. And by having people speak up, then it only gives more, more confidence to speak up at the other stations. And then for more people to, to really wake up and then eventually stand with the people. But you do understand that, yeah, it's that risk of like, I could lose my job, my mortgage, my reputations on the line, might not be able to get another job because it's such difficult times we're living in. Um, and really, the police are like, I see them as being the only thing blocking the people from really overturning all these unlawful rules and everything that the government is putting upon us. Because if there was no police in the middle, stopping, you know, serving these fines or whatever, then if you weren't to listen to any orders or directions you're given, there's really nothing that the governments could do. Absolutely nothing. So that I feel like that the police are the major people to, to go up with. And, and it's difficult when they say, you know, you, it's difficult to understand whether you go in with, with hate towards the police. So then they finally realize what they're doing, but that could even turn them more against you. But then also if you come in with love and say, you know, we understand you, but you go on our side, then with love, like they I feel like they're not even going to change anything. So it's a difficult um, thing to do. And I'm sure there's, it's a lot more difficult to explain because like, I'm sure there are Masons in the force, higher ups and yeah, it gets a lot more complex. There's some really bad people in there. Um, all you got to do is, you know, look at um, people like Raina Michelson, who was um, exposed a number of, people, number of politicians for, for pedophilia and, and um, high, high ranking people. And, and, you know, she, she, she exposed that the um, Victoria police were, were abusing kids in, in a Mornington daycare, you know, and wow. so this is, this is happening. And, 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 uh, you know, um, a politician and a couple of um, TV media, um, you just look it up, you know, um, Raina Michelson testimony. I've got it on my website, which is, um, I've got a website, projectmillstone.com.au. Um, and, uh, I'll probably put it on my, um, my John eight website as well. Um, but it's there and you can see that there's, because they're power positions, they, they want to, so they get these, they get these evil cults of, of people, they get them into these power, these power positions. And that's, that's there. Cause that's what masonry is. It's, it's a power, um, it's knowledge, right? That's why they, they worship the God who gave knowledge, right? That's why they have those aprons around there. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, when they betook. Adam and Eve took of the forbidden fruit. 
they were knew that they were naked and they had to cover their nakedness. So this is what they're, they're going through. This is what they're doing. It's all ritual. I mean, if all you do is look at the, uh, the symbols, look at the Melbourne Supreme Court, look at an aerial view of it. It's a big temple. It's a big pagan temple, right? Why do, why do they wear these black robes in the courts? I know they have their, their, their reasoning. Oh, it's because of this or it's because of that. Oh, we wear those wigs because it was because it was the fashion. It's like, you know, it's, that's not what it is. Mm. It's a full, it's a full ritual. They're doing rituals, you know, all the words that, that they, that they, that, that we use that we don't really understand. Um, I wanted to just show you something. Can I just share screen again? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And do you know much about, I understand when you graduate from like university with the black hats that they put on you, apparently that's something to do with like Romans or Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. the black cubes is the symbol of being put in the box, right? right they the put the box. Cube. They create the box, right? Everything's something like a creation of, um, of 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 Rome in the public, right? So everything public, they own the public, republic, everything public. You become a tax collector for the Rome. You're under their jurisdiction because they create it. Mm. Um, so you because they're the creators of it. I don't know. Can you can you see this yet? Yeah, the I see constable. This. So this is this is from the um, from the uh, Australian Legal Dictionary. Um, this is the definition of, of a constable, okay? Constable, an independent office dating back to at least the time of Henry I in England. A constable has independent authority to exercise his or her office. A constable cannot be directed by the government or senior police as to who he or she should prosecute. Now, that's, mm. that's not what they're doing now. They're being told we're just following orders. A constable's yeah. not meant to do that. They cannot be directed, but they're following directives the chief health officer's directives, which is in the government, right? We're going to read that again. A constable cannot be directed by government or senior police as to who he or she should prosecute. A constable's duty, um, a constable's duty to enforce the law is a personal responsibility and the constable is answerable only to the law, not to his or her senior officers for the performance of that duty. Now have a look, you know, this is, mm. this is, you got, you got, cases that that you know that, that are not even that they're fairly recent really i mean mm. there's no reason but this has changed now yeah. were we given that memo that that this has changed did they tell us that oh no now a constable's now something else you know officers now 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 you're guilty until proven innocent because that's what they do now they'll just say that you're guilty um until mm. until they um i'll get rid of that that they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, you've, you've committed, we, we believe you've committed an offense, you know, oh, you need to verify, you know, that you're, you're not with, what's your name and address? You'll say, um, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you because I don't, I have a common law right to not have to answer questions unless I'm under arrest. Mm. Well, well, um, we believe that, that you're, you're outside of your five case. Well, where's that belief? What's that belief based on? And they'll mm. say, oh, um, well, you're not, you're not, giving us your name and address you're not confirming who you are so they're saying because you're not proving yourself innocent we're going to assume that you're guilty mm. that's completely against how our system works look at dpp versus hamilton high court case uh, a supreme court case for victoria you look at you look at you know obviously george versus rocket's a great example of that you know it's it's just rubbish like they you can't but you but they've flipped it. They've flipped it on their head. They've, they've basically got on the razor's edge. They've gone, how do we twist the law and how we apply it to a point that, that basically we can use what's, what's pretty clear that you're innocent to proven guilty. We can make it, we can make it because of this big controversy, these, because of all these people dying that aren't really dying. We're going to flip it so that you're now guilty uh, until proven innocent. You've got to verify who you are first before 
Otherwise, we're not going to leave you alone. They actually, the police harassed my mate at the um, beach. Um, this was a while ago, a couple of weeks ago. And they held him there for an hour and a half, questioning him, saying, you know, you, and, and they just tried their best to try and find a controversy with him. For an hour and a half, he, he's, he, he delivers fish. He's, he's a fish guy. He's just an awesome bloke. And he said, he goes, Nick, this is how he talks, Nick, oh, I just hate the police, mate. Oh, I hate him. And I'm like, I said, okay, yeah, right. I'm here. What happened? And he said, he said they, they kept him there for, but he was so angry about it. They, they ended up getting him for, um, for not renewing his driver's license or no transferring it. Cause he still had a Queensland driver's license. I said, how long have you been here? And he goes, oh, about four or five months. I said, oh, we've got you. You, you know, cause they're only fishing. They don't care mm. about you and justice yeah. and equity. They're just trying to find a way to pay the bills that go through parliament, which is a bill. How do they pay the bill? They're going to charge you to pay it. They're going to give mm. you the charge. You're going to charge. That's what the charges are for, right? Remember, it's a big battery. So they, they, um, they, they said, we, we're going to impound your car because you only get three months. You get three months and if you don't transfer it, you don't have a license. You're an unlicensed driver. So this is what they did to it. And they just, and he was like, you don't you dare touch me. He would have punched on with him. Right. And then they would have put him in jail and, and made his life hell yeah. for doing what's right. You know, because mm. you're not letting us do the wrong thing to you and you're getting angry about it. You're not allowed to get angry. You see how they've made us docile. Mm. Then anyway, he ended up saying, I can't leave this state because of your stupid government and I'm stuck here and you're going to take my car now, when I'm already stranded here. And he ended up they, they let him go, but they were, they, he said to me, he said, if that was a, a, an old lady or, or someone that was weaker, they would have taken their, they would have taken their car and, yeah. and they would have been, this is what they're doing. It's, it's absolutely evil. And anyone that goes, I'm with the police is either completely ignorant or, you know, completely ignorant or they're just stupid. You can't be with the police now if you care about truth and justice and what's right, because it, they, they, they're not reconcilable anymore. There, it's it's complete. You know, they don't follow their own rules. I've got videos where I've I've broken it down. I've shown people, you know, step by step. The police have now committed another offence under the same section that they that they claim gives them authority to impose whatever it is on this on this lady or this this man. And I'll show, and and I'll show it clearly. And I'll show the section of the act in the in the, in the video so people can see it and they can go, oh wow, you know that that's that really they are breaking the law. Mm -hmm. um, but because you know. They come in twos and if, if they feel that number, they'll come with more yeah. and, and people, you know, I mean, I don't, I think that, you know, it'd be nice for people to start arresting the police for what they're doing. Mm. I think that'd be great because that would be justice. I would be a justice. You know you what? Know? They should actually set them up. Like someone should actually set up the cops, literally just go to the park or something, call them up saying, Oh, there's a gathering here. There's like four people or something like that. And then if they come <laughs> in twos, then you literally have like 50, 50 people hiding behind the scenes ready to just close in on them in a circle or something and then do whatever. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to suggest that, but what I'm going to suggest is when the police break the law, okay, it's one rule for all equity before the law, right? That's the legal maxim. Okay. If, if it's all, if it's the same rule for everyone, then it's the same for theirs. Now, if they're going to arrest you, for something but they're committing the same offense and several others whilst trying to make you know mm, yeah. convict you of something for an offense or or you know arrest you for that offense then i think you you're you have the only problem is they will raise to the 
point of possibly shooting you. Yeah. Because that's how they're trained. They're, they're always right. They can do whatever up. they want. You know, there's nothing good about this. It's evil. It's complete power and control. You know, mm. they, they will, will they capsicum spray you for, for and, and possibly shoot you if you try to arrest them, even if they're wrong? Yes, mm. probably. That, that, that's a possibility. I don't want that to happen. But at the, there's a point at which when there's nowhere else for you to go, you, they're going to push us to that point where you, people are going to do it. I don't know if you saw that bloke. He was a, I don't know what he looked like, but he was an angry man. And there, were, there was um, four or six, I think there was four police that turned up to his house. And yeah, he right. just, and he made them put, and they, he just told them where to go. And they were scared. These police officers were scared. And, and I'm like, you know, I, I actually watched it. I got it filled with a bit of anger at what the police were doing. And, I, you know, and, and you know what I, but I, so, so people are going to say, you know, that, that maybe from the bit that, that read their Bibles, you know, anger is not good. Hey, God gets angry. And what's, what are they, what's the, the sin that these police are committing when they do this? They've got money changes in their temple. This is really the temple. It's not a building. It's your mind, right? And they're basically selling their decision-making for money. They're going, you know what? I'm going to do what's wrong uh, because I want to get the money, right? They're 100%. putting someone else in the temple. That's the one time Jesus got angry. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he gets the money changes out of the temple and he whips them out and flips over the money change. And I go, you know what? If he gets angry about it, maybe, maybe I'm justified too. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. I get why people get angry. It's because you, how do you love evil? like that yeah. no i care i care i want you you know yep take take my kids off me yep yep arrest me make you know take away all my rights just take away my livelihood take away my family but you know how can you do that with love you know you've got to you people have got people have got to get over this this love 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 thing and start to stand up to mm. what's wrong and do what's right now if this video gets taken down it's going to be taken down because there's a war on truth Mm. they're trying to set up something else as being true, but it's not equity is equity. And if we're saying the police are, are in violation of equity, they're, they're, they're inequitable, which is iniquity, which is sin. That's what it is. That's the definition of inequity. So equity is what's right and true and just inequity is the opposite. And that's where the word iniquity, which is in the Bible, which means sin. That's where it comes from. So the ones that are doing that are the police officers that are meant to be the opposite. We just saw where the constable's job was, but they're not doing that. It's completely, it's completely the other way around. It says they are not to be directed by the government as to what, who they should, shouldn't, shouldn't prosecute. Well, no, they're being directed. They're following the directives mm-hmm. of even a foreign government and they're applying them and arresting people, prosecuting them for, for, you know, and then they're, they're, they're it even says that they're not, they're, they're not to, um, they're only answerable to the law, not to their senior you know the senior officers. Yet yeah, that's not how the that's not how the constables operate in this in this state. Mm. They they don't care about what the law says. You try to talk to a police officer now about the law, they would just won't even listen. You know, yeah. at least when I had the twenty two police at my at my, you know, that video that we had where they they tried to get in and we, you know, we just outlawed them. They um. They wouldn't listen now. They won't listen now because yeah. they've been directed otherwise. And a mate of mine's got a, got a friend that's in the, in, in a, um, no, he's not a standard police officer, but he's, he's a bit higher. And this bloke actually said, he said um, to my friend, he said, and my friends, he's like us, you know, he thinks the way we do about things. He's, this, they were talking about me and they're talking about a couple of other people. And they said, because Nick and, and some other people have made the police look really bad, um, in these videos, um, we've, 
we've been told just to just to, to get the job done and steamroll everybody. Wow. I'm paraphrasing and deal with but but this I'm not paraphrasing this part and we would deal with the consequences later. Mm. So they've been told to disregard the law and just get the job done. Yeah. How wrong is that? Mm. You know, that's straight from from my friend who's really close with this other guy as a copper. Wow. And and he's not like your standard copper. He's he's quite high up. He's in a special unit. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And so I know sort of this isn't as important as like cops, but even I noticed today talking with the media, like I wasn't talking on camera, but like they're, they're literally just there. I'm like, Oh, what do you think about like the, what's going on in the world and stuff, stuff like that. They're just like, Oh, we're, we're just here to do our jobs. Like we're just here to record what's happening in the parks with protesters. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. Um, they're hmm. probably the more, more powerful, um, as a yes. weapon against people because 100%. all the, all those, that generation, you know, the baby boomer generation, because they didn't grow up with the internet and things, um, they only sort of have one sided, one sided information. And, you know, like obviously they, they probably think that they have two sides and, and I look at it like this, you've got your sky news and you've got your other stuff, but it's just, it's just lies on both sides. It's just, there's a lie for the dumber people, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, belittle anyone and make them feel bad, but it is a bit of an IQ test. Okay. Um, and you don't even have to be, it's not about, it's not even really about IQ. It's, it's how much time you put in to actually look and, and love what the truth is. Right. So the, the, the people that, that just believe it and go along with it and support all the tyranny as everything's been stolen from them. Okay. They just, they just believe. Then you've got the people on the other, they've got another lie for the people that are a bit smarter. And that'll be the hotel quarantine fiasco. That's still pushing the same lie that that this disease is this, that, or the other. It's all crap. It's just another lie. It's another layer. And then there'll be another layer, another layer. And they and they infiltrate even in 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 the um, truth movements full of it too. You don't know and know who a lot of these channels are. You know, you don't know what's happened. You know, and and uh, a lot of these channels might be genuine people that get information from us, a source that they trust. And then that's not true. So there's all of this going on and mm. it becomes hard to know what's right or wrong. That's why I just look at it in in, in the, the, um, in the view of, is it equitable or not? If it's not equitable, um, then I'm not going to follow it. If I don't know, I'm not going to make too much of a, of a, um, an assertion about whether it's right or wrong, but if it's against equity, which the whole thing is against equity, you can't shut people's businesses down um and and think that that's okay based yeah. on something that that isn't proven it's not provable and to, to you know and and to to get the police to break the law and uh, we can evidence very easily that they're breaking the law to get the government we know is protecting pedophiles and the judges are doing it the courts are doing it i know this I know, I know victims because we've been involved with, with these people for a long time. That's, that's something I've spent a lot of time, you know, I, I spent time with some people that, that have had horrible stories and because you know them, you know, this people personally, and then you, you meet other people and then you find out that they're telling the same stories. Mm. Um, it's, it's real. And then when you try to bring it up at the, the liberal party state council as a delegate that you had to get voted in for that position as well to go and be able to do that. And when I finally get there, they get security to get me out because I'm, I'm upsetting the apple cart. 
know, mm. it's 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 that bad. I mean, that that alone should should disqualify everyone. We just get rid of all all of those politicians. They need to be out until we find out who's not. Until we work get to the bottom of that of that action, you know, mm. um, get to the bottom of who actioned the suppression orders and who actioned the, uh, because, and you know, I know people have said, Oh, you know, it's not true. All that Bill Heffernan stuff. I don't know, but I know for a fact that there are, there are, um, cases that are on suppression orders mm. that involve politicians. I know that for absolutely. I know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how I know that, but I know that. So, so whether or not Bill Heffernan said everything right or wrong, it, it's irrelevant because I already know that the, that these people are pedophiles. Some of them, I know some of the names of people and that they're, you know, and that, and, and then, you know, and obviously I've got to be careful what I say because people have got me information that if I, you know what I mean? I don't want it to get mm. back to them, but at some point I'd like to share that with, with people. Yeah. And what, uh, what was that about? Um, it was an article a while back how they passed some law or something where the yeah. victims could not speak out or they'd be charged like $10,000. Yeah. They can't name, you can't name the, um, remember they, they, they pass laws to protect, to protect them from us, not us yeah. from them. Right. That's mm. what the, that's all they do now. Okay. It's the omnibus act. It's all of that. Right. Mm. And I reckon the omnibus act will go through. I reckon what they'll do is because people believe we've got liberal will fight it. You know, they're going to, they're going to, no, no. What they're going to do, they're going to work together and yeah. they're going to make it look like they're fighting it. They'll knock a few things off and it will mm. go through, but it won't be as bad, but it'll still be bad. Yeah. Um, All the dodgy deals that we're doing last time uh, for the extension. So I'm sure they're going to do more dodgy deals once again. Yep. And with the, um, yeah, that, that legislation, um, I can't remember what it, what, what it was called, but yeah, basically the, the, um, the victims um, can't name their perpetrators becomes like a bigger offense for them to name them than it does for the ones that, that abuse them. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You can't even wrap yeah. your head around that. And really, if you look at what justice is like biblically, mm -hmm. biblically, I mean, that would be for someone to come up with that kind of an idea that'd be put to death. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're, yeah. They're, they're able to do this now. Mm. You know, I, I, I can't work it out, you know, and then all the, you know, I, I, I talk to people in churches that they just can't get, they go, Oh yeah, but you know, love this. That's like, no, no, you completely don't read your book. You got to read it. Justice is in there. You got to understand justice. Our society doesn't understand justice at all. Mm. You know, and, and now I always look at it like this. I think of, you know, you look at an Islamic society, they've got justice. They don't have much mercy though. We've got all this mercy, not much justice. You know what I mean? We need somewhere in the middle where the child abusing people get get hung kill okay the yeah. murderers you know this happens uh but what you get is if i was to to punch a police officer who tried to try to assault my wife i would go to jail and nothing would happen to him if i was to try and defend my kids from but say say you know uh if the, the government's you know the police came to take my kids and i use some force I'd, I'd go to jail for a long time right but someone can abuse a whole bunch of kids and he can be and, and nothing happens to him mm. nothing happens they gets put on a suppression order you know like like look at cardinal pell right people you know and, and you gotta look at this right cardinal pell i know a victim who said she was um, when she was being abused at one, one of these, these pedophile parties when she was younger, he was there. He didn't abuse her, but she's a girl, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think he liked girls. I think he liked boys. But you know what? She, she says it. She said it on the record. Uh, and, and 
I, I believe her because so much of what she said has become, it's been exposed, right? Mm. Uh, he just gets leave to go, go fly, fly overseas again. He get, but then you look at like Sky News, look at, look at um, Andrew Bolt. He did a whole piece on Cardinal Pell, how he couldn't possibly be a, a, a pedophile, you know? Mm. Why would he make that effort to do that? It's all a big show, right? All the yeah. world's a stage. You know, when they said all the world's a stage, what that means is they're all, they're all actors and they're on different sides and they're, de they're deceiving us. Because if there wasn't both sides of the lie, we wouldn't be deceived. We would see straight through yeah. That's a lie. Exactly. But you've got the other side yeah. and, you go, and then you go, oh, oh, and you go, well, yeah, I'm with, I'm with this guy. I'm on this mm. team. And then they, they get the, they balance the energy system, right? The positive and the negative. So the resistance, resistance is an electrical term, right? It, it's true. Mm. We're electrical beings. Everything's electric. You can look at everything as electricity, you yeah. know? So, you know, that, that what they're doing is they're, 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 it, it's so bad that I think most people can't see it. They don't, they don't see it because they don't realize how evil the world is. And they've got all the Roman bribery. They've got all the Roman bribery that they, that they need. You know, and I'll tell you, you know, like I, I took my son or my sons, but my oldest son, I took him uh, when we were at, we went to um, Sovereign Hill a while ago in, in Ballarat. And I said, and our family comes from, from there. Um, the, the first Patterson that, that came over to Australia is, is back buried in um, Ballarat Cemetery. And that's where nearly all the Pattersons come from. Mm. And I showed him, I said, you know, you're really spoiled you know, to my son, he goes, what do you mean, dad? I said, you're so spoiled. I said, look at those tents over there. It was like set up with a, with a well with water and murky water down the bottom. I said, that's how our ancestors had to get their water. Mm. You've, got, you've got a tap. You turn the tap on and you've got water. And if it's cold water, you can make it warm. You know, you're spoiled. I just said that we, we've got so much. Now the public, whole public system, public water, public everything was a creation of Rome. And because, so the legal maxim is, you know, um, if you accept the benefit, you accept the, um, it's disadvantaged, right? It's a legal maxim. So what's happened is we've accepted these benefits from Rome and it's really Rome because the Vatican owns the, the, the ATO, the tax department, the IRS, the Australian government, the Victorian government, they own it, right? Um, and, and even the crown that the queen wears, the, the, um, not the Edwards crown, it's the, um, the imperial crown. That's, that's a, a Vatican crown, right? So it's all under the Vatican. So, you know, they say all roads lead to Rome. There's so much truth in that, but they've created this system where we have all of this stuff that, and we've got some good stuff, right? We've got, we've got water, we've got all these things, but we've got to accept that we don't own it and they own it. And we've got to accept some liability or they accept liability, but because they accept the liability, we don't have any, um, any legal, um, any legal title to it. And that's how they've trapped us. They've, so all this stuff, they've, they've bribed us with it. They've given us stuff. Um, it's like when, I mean, when they, when they want to read, you know, all these churches that have gone, look, we'll get a tax-free exemption. So we're not, ta we're not taxed anymore. The thing is, you're not even meant to be taxed as a, as a church, unless you're operating in the public, public jurisdiction, right? Um, using public platforms and forums and things, then there's no reason why you would be taxed because they don't own it, that they can't tax you in the private, right? So people, so there's so much confusion as to what reality is because people just have been disconnected from it for so long. I mean, look at look at look at look at relationships. You know, where do people meet their their? You know, they they meet them on Tinder now. I mean, I don't even understand that. 
but mm. that's where we've that's what we've turned into i met my wife at church you know i don't go to church anymore but i'm still reading my bible but i, I met her there um and and but it's not happening now you know it's it's so the world is you know i said at the beginning we're morally deficient mm. and i think if we weren't morally deficient or if we, you know, if we repented, which repent just means to change your mindset, start looking at what's right and wrong and going, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is wrong. You know, if, the, if those police officers repented and said, I'm not going to extort people's rights anymore. That's it. I'm done. I, I quit. You know, I'm going to do what's right. There's blessings to that. You know, like people say, what goes around comes around. Okay. You do the, you, you know, you, you, you do the right thing good things happen. You do the bad things, it's going to come. And it's going to fall on its face because eventually the people are getting pushed into a corner. People are feeling very, very claustrophobic at the moment. I can't do anything there. You know, I think they'll either ease off, but keep some of them in place or they'll, or they'll what will happen is if they push too hard, the people are going to fight back mm. and they can't arrest everybody. And they, you know, they, that's why they, the ones that fight back first, are the ones with the most courage, I think, because they're the ones that get the, um, they get the the rough end of the stick because they want to make it, they get made an example of, mm. but it, we need people like that to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So you see that they have so much like control right now and especially how they've just destroyed businesses. Something that came up to, in my mind, like the other day was like the fact that remember how, they were telling everyone like years ago, or even the media saying, oh, the property prices are going up, invest, 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 put all your money in here, only for them to leave with this whole pandemic situation, leave everyone holding pretty much their bags and being in, in, in so much more of a worse position. And like, because if they're going to do that to people, if they can destroy businesses, make them lose their jobs, take pretty much all their rights away, they also control like the as you said, the water and, and even the food. So what's there to say, like people might think, oh, there's never ever going to be food shortages. They will never do that. Oh, we're, we're going to have water forever. We're, we're, you know, it's so easily accessible. But what do you feel like could happen there? And, and if it were to happen, like how do you think people should sort of um, prepare for that, I guess? Well, I don't think it's going to happen straight away, but I... I... I would recommend people learn how to be a bit more savvy and do what our ancestors always did, put food away for a, for a, um, for a rainy day. You don't have to live in a bunker underground with guns. You know, that's, you know, we're going to get my guns. I'm going to hide them underground. It's like, no, that's not living. You might as well be dead. Okay. But if you just put away some food, like I've got food storage in, in a number of places that, that, we, that we leave it. Um, I've got a couple, it's got some garden beds as well. I've got some little things I've put in place. So that would feed us for say six months. That gives us six months for my family to try and work out where we're going to get things from or to, to come up with some different plans. And, and this is the sort of stuff that you should be, I, I think um, it's the best insurance because you know, you can pay money for all this money for insurance, but why not just spend that money investing in some food? Um, and there's ways that you can, you can actually, um, you know, um, put food away that lasts for 25 years, you know, especially things like white rice, flour, you know, things like that. All you need is flour, you need flour and water, you know, get, yeah. get some um, water filtration. And that way, you know, not because you think doomsday is coming, but even just because if it does, I'm, 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 I'm going to be okay. Cause really all you need is something to put in your mouth 
maybe whatever medication that you you need and some water. That's all you need to survive for a, for a period. You know, there might be a natural disaster, and you go, you know what? We need to, you know, you you might have to deal with something. You know, uh, where you you might not have any food for for a couple of um you know a couple of weeks. You know, look what happened in you know, the earthquakes in New Zealand when, you know, all those roads that were broken up and, you know, they weren't going to get food and everything was collapsed. The whole city, I think it was, was it Christchurch? They had, they had, they had a big, big one there years ago. Um, but if you had your food, you know, there's food around, you know, and if your friends had some that, the, at least you know that there's food there for rainy day. My granddad used to put it in a cellar. He had a cellar full of, just full of food and, and stuff. And he had food in the cupboards and that's what he did. And they, they did that because back in the day, they, did, they didn't probably didn't even have fridges back early on, you know, and they didn't have, I'm just going to the supermarket and get some food. Mm. Well, you know, we, it just, it just makes sense to put some away Definitely. for the rainy day um, and, and, you know, learn how to do some things, you know, making you know, how am I going to learn how to, how to fix things. Like I, I fixed the starter motor in my car the other day. I'm, I'm not handy at all, but I went, you know what I might might just go and, and do it myself, you know, and I'm, I'm hopeless with that stuff. Right. But I go, well, you know, I just got to use my brain. Once you've got a will to do it with the right spirit, you'll do it. Hmm. You know, it helps having good tools. My mate brought some good tools over and we did it. So it made it a lot easier, but even investing in that sort of stuff. Some people don't have those things. Get some decent tools for your car, you know, do a little bit of, just learn something that's going to, you know, because whatever, you know, if it does get bad overnight, like and say it did, Whatever you know is what you know. That's it. Mm. That's what you're, you're, that's, that's, you're going to deal with, with your situations with the knowledge you have. Yeah. If you've got a bit of extra knowledge, it might be enough to get you through a bit more comfortably. And then it's going to take away fear. If you know that, you know, if my, something goes wrong with my car, I've got, I've got some solutions. If you know, you know, if I, if and really it's food, it's the main one and then water. Yeah. If it's, if there's a water for food so, shortage, what am I going to do? Oh, well, you know, I've got, I've got food there. So I've got time. Um, I don't need to like, you know, if the food's gone, I've, I've only got a week and I'm done. It's like, I've got six months. Mm. You know, if you can have a year, have a year. Um, I, so I, you know, and look at it in that, in that way, like, a, like in a positive way, go, you know what, because of what's happening now, I'm going to use this as the motivation to become more self-reliant. I'm going to look, I'm going to, I'm going to become more self-reliant. I'm going to be, become savvy, you know? I'm not saying go and grow a big long beard and go go chopping wood in the wilderness and, and killing and eating your own. You know, I'm not saying that, but just you know, it depends on what, how you want to go about it. But just learn how to be savvy. Go, you know what? This is it's not looking like um, our our economic system is, is 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 it's solid anymore. So anything could happen. So because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna just we're gonna learn how to get back to to the earth and be a real, be connected to, to what's real, the way God intended us to be. Didn't intend us to live in big cities where we, um, yeah. you know, we just go, that wasn't how we were made. We were meant to, to, to till the earth and do those things, but we don't do it. People don't know how to grow food or anything. So we, we need to, I think we need more people going back to those basics. And remember when the great depression happened, people did have food storage and things back then, you know, now, we don't, we're completely reliant on this system. We need to come, if the system's going down, we need to come out of the system, um, at least in part, not, maybe not completely, but you know, 
but come out in part so that if when it does collapse, you go, you know what, I'm, I'm okay now. I've got some food. I've got a place to go. I've got friends around in my community that, that, that have different skills. And I, I know my friend is a mechanic. I've got my other friend that knows that it's growing vegetables there. And, and they know how to do it. I know someone, you know, people that know things, people that know how to use, you, you make medicine, you know, and how to, people that know stuff. You know, my wife's becoming, she's, she's learning to become a doula. You know, for baby, you know, that's what, what she's doing. That that might become very handy. A lot of people don't want to have babies in the hospitals now. Mm, because the hospitals yeah, right. Are... Yeah, the amount of bloody vac- uh, vaccine stabs yeah. that they get, it's something that I would not even want. Like, not, I'm not thinking about kids or anything like that, but in the future, it's like stuff that. I wouldn't want my kid stabbed with however many vaccines, poisons, and who knows because they keep changing it. Um, yep. Yeah, you know that there's a lot, a lot of dodgy stuff there. And when I when I had my third my uh, sorry my second my second one because we got four when I had my second one the um I told them in the hospital I don't want them you to give them the vaccine and I told the nurse what well, you know so then they they did it anyway mm. they did it anyway they didn't re- regard my they just you know what do you know and they just did it and it and it met, and it did it caused some damage right this is what they do um, then when we had the next one. Um, and I think it might have been the one after. No, it wasn't the next one, the one after. I remember they were like, look, 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 mate, we're just going to tell you about how important it is to have vaccine. I said, we don't want it. And we're not, and I'm not going to let you, you know, I'm not going to leave you alone with my, with my baby. And they, and they, but they were much more respectful and they went, okay, okay, yep, yep, yep. We're not going to force inject your baby. Um, mm. you know, but it's like, yeah, but, but I've been at this same hospital before and you did it with against my will in the past. Yeah. So, you know, they, 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 they do. I, so I get it. I get why people want to come out of that. And, 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 you know, women definitely have the capacity to, to give birth, have babies without being in a hospital. I mean, mm. hospitals are a new thing, really. Yeah. You know, they've done it for all this time. The body yeah. naturally knows how to do it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's how we're meant to be, you know, that we're humans, like living, living beings. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, like, um, so, I mean, we could talk for hours. I don't know what, what is anything else you want to bring up and have a chat about? Um, I think I want, I want to ask like where this might be like the last thing, but where do you think, or at least, yeah, where do you see this all going? Like in Australia? So we in terms of that question, like for me, myself, I'm seeing a lot of people waking up all over all over the world people going out protesting and i feel like europe they're a lot more stronger than us there's a lot more people awake when push comes to shove they really do speak their mind and they like they have a much higher percentage i feel like of people that do speak up versus like australia australia is very very small um i feel like as push comes to shove with the agendas of what these people want with this one world government united nations World Health Organization, I feel like in the other countries, they're simply not going to allow it to happen. And the movements become so big, especially in Berlin, where I feel like it encourages other countries to go out and, and speak up themselves. Like in, um, in London, they had, I believe it was like 50,000 or more people last week yeah. or the week before. I think, no, it was last week. Yeah. So just more people every time and they're doing it on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like that will this is like the the turning point of society or do you still feel like maybe that the corporations or whatever will still get their way at the end of it i think that they're going to get their way but it's not it's not going to be as bad 
Um, and I think what will happen is they will, it'll be a, an agreement between, you know, they're, they're aiming for here, but they expect to get here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So while they aim for there, we fight them out here and we get them down to here. Oh, you know, at least it wasn't there. That's what they wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's, that's how they always operate. It's negotiating over our minds. How much will we accept? How Easy. much we've been pushed to that limit now. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't go for a walk you know, yeah. without your mask on, you can't do this. We're going to, you know, okay, how's this? My, my friend's wife was driving her car with the window down with no mask on. She got pulled over by the police lights and everything. And she was given an official warning wow. uh, for driving the car with the window open and not wearing a mask. Now you can't tell me that, that they have a, anyone that would do that cannot have a high IQ at all. Mm. You cannot be intelligent. You yeah. have to be, you have to be stupid. And, and sadly, that's the reality of it. They did lower the, the IQ standards for the, um, for the police too. And I'm not saying all police are dumb, but there's obviously, there's, there's, there's space there now for them in, in, in their police force for people that aren't, aren't very bright. You know, they just want people that are a certain thing. And I think what's, ha- what's going to happen is they will get this omnibus act through. Um, they will do other things in different places, but yeah, they'll get it through. Can- if that goes through, that's that's like I feel like that's the end of like Victoria. You can no longer speak up anymore, like at all, because you'll just be seen as a threat, and then an officer can just take you, whatever. And then you're already being censored online. So really, yeah, I, I feel like that's the end. Like they have full control if that passes, and then it, it passes. Like if they if they get away with it, it goes up until like April, I believe it was. But then only then they'll just keep extending it and and intru- and just leave it into society as normal. Yeah, that's right. Because we're do, they're going to bring in a, a a virus into our body, like a real one. This is the virus, and they into the body of, of our nation or into our state, and they will leave it there for us to um to have to deal with and live with, mm. and manage. Um, so it's definitely the the end of of free speech if we allow it to. But what? Let's look at the let's look at it from another perspective. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share some Bible with you. Okay. Yeah. God's going to separate the wheat, the wheat from the tares. Okay. Wheat and tares look the same. The wheat bears fruit. The tares doesn't. Okay. He's going to destroy the tares. Okay. Look at it. This is how I look at this. God's he's making the cream rise to the top. He's using the, what we call um, uh, going through the refiner's fire. I think this is the last. I don't think we have a future that's going to go that much longer. I think Jesus is coming back. I believe he's coming back because we're, we're I think there's the amount of power that exists that in the hands of people, drones, weapons, psychological warfare, um, all the tech stuff. It's so much. Mm. We could, if it keeps going, we could be gone in, in, in a sec. So I don't think we have a long time. I think mm. this is the last one in this cycle. And, and I believe, you know, that he's going to, he's going to take the gold and he's going to separate the chaff. He's going to, he's going to melt it down. He's going to separate the, uh, the, the diluted, like the Bible says, the diluted from the non-diluted it says that, you know, because they love not the truth that they could be saved. God sends them a strong delusion that they'll believe a lie. So there's the deluded people that believe the lie, go along with the lie. Okay. And then there's the ones that know it's a lie and they, and they, they work it out. They love the truth and they stand up for the truth. Because even if you know something is wrong and you go along with it, you don't love the truth. 
Mm. Okay. You don't love the truth. You know, you know it, but then you know, but then you're doing something else. It's like a whore. It's a whore's mentality. It's, mm. it's not loyal, right? So you're going to be loyal to the truth. I think we're going to see the, the people really rise up and it's going to be beautiful. We're going to see, they're going to see like a, a conversion with people where they turn to truth and righteousness and right. Mm. Uh, and then there's going to be the ones that go the other way, because I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people on the other side of this, uh, 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 and the, the vitriol that comes out of their mouths and the, the, the awful words that they say, you know, and I've been getting messages, you know, I hope your kids die and things like that, you know, from the other side, but you know what, there's, I would never enter my mind to say that to somebody that's on that side. Yeah. You know, yeah, you destroyed my business. You destroyed this, you destroyed that. But I would never think to, I don't have hate in, in my heart for it. So there's a difference that there's people like there's a guy that's across the road from me and he's the one that calls the police on for, for my gym. He's the one that calls the police on us. And he, he was wearing a mask on in his front yard while he was washing his car, you know, the other day, mm -hmm. you know, this is, you know, these people love it. They love the lie. I'm, I'm a good person. Look at me. I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my mask. I'm following all the rules. I'm good. You're bad. Whereas in there's people that are going, no, no, hang on. Why are we doing this? What's right and wrong? What's equity? What's honest? What's, what's true. And then they're making decisions for themselves based on what's right or wrong. And, and you know what, when you make the, the righteous decisions, you often get persecuted for it. You get, you get compressed. Mm -hmm. yeah, people go against you. You get, you get attacked because Rome with the system allows people to just hammer, hammer anyone that's going against them. Yeah. But if you go against against them, they're, they're just going to hammer you. They're going to hammer you. So then the people that are on the other side, they've got this, they've got, they've got all of Rome on their side. Yeah. Mm. Pointing the finger at you, you know, so it's going to make us stronger. We're going to go through that refining and it's going to make us morally stronger. And I think God's separating him and he's just picking who he wants now, you know, and mm. I think people like yourself doing what you're doing. It's a righteous action, you know, you know, take what you want from, from the words that I say, you know, and if in the people that are watching that, that might go, I agree with this or don't agree with that. It's fine. Just, eat the meat, spit out the bones. You know, I'm just going to say it the way I, un I understand it to be, mm. but it's going to separate the, the people and, the, and they're going to, um, we're going to be in two groups. So we're already kind of in two camps, but yeah. it's getting bigger and bigger where they can't, they're not reconcilable. And then on this other camp, we're going to see people start to really rise and start to do things that are self-sacrificing because sacrifice brings blessings. When you sacrifice something for what's true and honest, you know that that there's something beautiful and inspiring about that. If you saw somebody sacrifice themselves, I mean that's the whole thing about Christ, isn't it? For died for our sins. But if you can if you can see someone sacrifice something for what's right and wrong, and, and they and they you get inspired by it. Yeah, it's powerful. Think, wow, it is powerful, you know. And that's an opportunity for us to be that. And the greatest way we can fight against evil is to be good, and that means knowing the truth. Why are we getting deceived? Learn the truth. Learn how to how to how to battle. You know, I train fighters. That's what I do. So when I train a fighter, I don't just teach. I don't just hold pads for them. I teach them. I teach them how to think, how to deal with it. You get hit. How do you think? How do you deal with that in your mind? You've got to learn how to deal with that. Okay. And I, and I teach them. You know, all of those ranges so that they're ready for the fight. It's not enough just to go, I believe that that's wrong. And now I'm going to go and fight, but I don't have any capacity or skill to fight. Now you've got to have the capacity and skill. So you can develop that by learning who you are. You're a child of God. You've got a capacity inside you. That's, that's, that's much greater than, and they know, they know it because the, the enemy knows it because they always want to bring us down to shame and fear. 
yeah. and anger, right? These, these, these emotions bring us down. They, they confine us. They don't want us to be inspired, okay? Mm. So if you look at it the right way, you go, you know what? As they're trying to put us down, we're going to keep prevailing through it. It's going to make us stronger. Think of that like you're training. And then when it's time to go to battle in whatever, whether it's with words, whatever it is, you're going to be able to, you know, you're going to able to stand on that, on that evil day and, and have done everything that you can, mm. but we've got to be the best we can be. And the way we do that is make, we make the decision. I'm going to be the best I can be. How do I be the best I can be? What do I need to do? What do I need to change? How do I need to change my thinking to be better and to be right? Mm. Wow. This has been incredible. Nick, I greatly appreciate you chatting. Yeah. Far out. This was amazing. Just like so many different things you talk about. Um, and yeah, I know it's, it's, it's amazing. So much, um, so much changes happening in the world. We just hope that it, it does go forward in that, in that great way. And it's good to see people speaking up, people like yourself spreading the truth and making sure that, yeah, we're being heard in, in such a sense and, and educating others. I think it's the most um, powerful thing and really putting yourself out there and not even like, not caring about what people think about you because you know deep in your heart that what you're saying is truth and what you're speaking is truth and um yeah i hope and i hope that this talk and especially with you i hope everyone here that's watched this has been inspired and encouraged a little bit more to to follow what they know is right and and stick to that and not and not back away because of what other th people may think of them um and yeah no this has been incredible thank you so much nick do you want to say anything as well, like where, where people can be, you know, finding you, obviously they can go add you on Facebook and check your YouTube. Oh, um, I think you've just muted yourself. I think your mic, oh, I don't know. There you go. Oh, I, yeah, pressed, I pressed the mute by accident. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you just want to go to, um, I've got a website, john8.net and then I've got videos on there and that'll take you to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is John eight as well. But if you look up John eight, but the number eight, on um on youtube it's like a million things come up because that, that's where the bible verse the truth will set you free comes from so you know mm. the saying that's a bible verse that's where we get that that saying from um so john8.net so um so it's just john then the the number eight um, i've got videos on there and um you know and i've got some some templates on there as well for how you can deal with police when they try to um you can just print out you can laminate them whatever and it explains to you when the police ask you this question this is the this is how you respond um and this is actually what they're what they're saying and i just break it down so people can learn how to deal with the police if they have a social interaction with them awesome amazing well thank you everyone for watching uh thank you so much for nick for being here i really appreciate it and i really enjoyed this talk and hopefully we can go live um sooner in the future again um and yeah guys thank you everyone for watching please smash the hearts if you haven't already just to help us out on the algorithm because you know that they try to censor us so much uh, appreciate you for being here and have an amazing night see ya.